Welcome to Lord and Richards Radio, a program that will enable you to become more financially independent and prosperous from a biblical point of view. Tune in each week to learn how to prosper through good markets and bad. Now, here's our host, Colin Richards, Denver's Biblical Investment Advisor. Hi, friends. I'm glad to be with you today on Lord and Richards Radio. I'm Colin Richards founder and president of Lord & Richards. We're a team of advisors who are dedicated to helping people just like you retire financially independent. And we're doing that every single day. On this show, we're discussing investing and planning from the perspective of key biblical principles, a little bit different way of looking at money. We also talk about how to use methods and strategies that will enable you to prosper through both up and down markets. And that's so important in today's volatile world. I'd love to chat with you. My team and I would love to help you talk to you about your specific questions regarding retirement and saving and investing from a biblical point of view. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical point of view. Or just check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. Well, today we're going to be doing something a little bit different and really tackling some questions that are front of mind for most people as we're dealing with an, an incredibly volatile world. Uh, right now we are dealing with the possibility of wars and rumors of wars to use biblical language, and a lot of people are concerned and nervous about what's ahead and how will that affect our portfolios and our retirements. And you know, most people that we meet, just like you every single day, are worried that events out of your control are going to harm your retirement. So what we do for you and what we're doing for literally hundreds and hundreds of other people across the front range of Denver and throughout the United States is we build a plan for you. Together, we consult together and prepare a financial independence roadmap so you can enjoy retirement without worry. And we do that from a biblical point of view, using the core biblical principles that we talk about in this show, in our public workshop, and in other media. And the reason we want to focus so much at Lord & Richards on financial independence is because we want you to be able to do amazing things for God with the amazing and bountiful resources that He puts at your disposal. And that not that what the Christian life is all about? So today we're going to dive into a new principle, breaking away from our recent study on stewardship and looking at a principle that, yes, continues the idea of stewardship, but now addresses the idea of risk. And here's one of our core biblical principles at Lord & Richards. We need to manage risk as a steward. You know, the Bible says that uh, wealth gotten hastily is going to diminish, but those who gather little by little we'll see it increase. And so when we talk about the area of risk, unfortunately, I see a lot of people swinging to the extremes, as is often the case. It's, it's in the extremes that problems really come up. And the extreme today, I think, is the extreme to say, well, I'm just going to retreat. I'm not going to put my money out for uh, interest in defiance, really, of what our Lord was sharing in, in the parable of the talents when he encouraged us to be good stewards of the resources and of the gifts and abilities that God gives us. And so some people are literally hiding that money away in bank, ca uh, cash accounts, and so forth. And then on the other extreme, I have everyone 
uh, on the on the far side of that, saying, "Well, we're going to capitalize on this. We're going to go risky," and people taking inordinate amount of risks. And what I want you to do today is think about what God has put in your hands as a stewardship. It's not yours personally, although you've been entrusted with it during this life. But I want to want you to think of it as a stewardship. You are taking what God has put into your hands and trying to be a good steward of that, like a manager of a business or another person's assets. And that's exactly what we are. And we want to, in the process, not allow ourselves to swing to extreme behaviors when it comes to investing, like getting all of a sudden passive and putting all, our, all of our money in a box, or getting too aggressive and all of a sudden uh, viewing ourselves as some kind of um, Nostradamus of investing, and we've got the next great idea, and, and we know what's going to happen because we've read the tea leaves. Amos 2, verse 6, the old farmer Amos became a prophet of the Lord, and he made a, a profound statement that I think affects and impacts how we invest today in not only the normal volatility that we've been experiencing from largely bad government policymaking and largely bad behavior, but also what we're seeing globally now that could impact you. Listen to these wonderful words, and then let's see what wisdom we can derive. Amos 2.6, Can a trumpet be blown in the city and the people not be afraid? Or can there be evil in a city and the Lord has not done it? I remember the very first time that passage really came home to me when I witnessed the destruction of Hurricane Katrina years ago down in New Orleans. And so many people suffering through that, and people will naturally ask, well, where is God in all this? And the answer is, he's seated on a throne. He's sovereign, Lord of the universe. Many of the things that happen in our lives happen because of other causes like war and rumors of wars. But rest assured that whatever God allows into our lives has been allowed through his sovereignty, through his sovereignty. You say, well, does that mean that God is the author of evil? Absolutely not. But what it does mean is that evil is a backdrop against which God then can come in and do tremendous good. And so he allows some things to happen for our good and for his glory, and so that ultimately he can demonstrate his sovereignty and point men back to himself. So there are a few key principles I, th I want you to walk away from this passage, and as you're thinking about uh, financial decision-making and investing in a world that war is being threatened. You know, we're worried about places like Taiwan and Ukraine, but really it's all across the world. You know that any of you who've listened to the show for an extended period know that I work uh, through our foundation in Myanmar where the government came in and brutally crushed all opposition. Many, many deaths, thousands of deaths. And so we see this going on continually, and we'll see more and more of it as we wait the Lord's coming. Here's some principles from Amos's teaching here. Number one, recognize that challenging times are always going to be with us. You know, from the foundation of uh, our civilization, we have had to deal with challenging economic and political times. People get hurt. People suffer, and it's a tragedy. But those things come, and they go. It's an interesting thing to note that in most of the conflicts of the last century, 75% of them, within a year, the market here in America was higher, on average by over 8% higher than before the conflict began. Really fascinating statistic. 
And traditionally, we just haven't seen the kinds of long-term negative impacts that those who tend to swing to the extremes predict. What we've tended to see is an initial jolt, and then unfortunately, in some cases, things get back to normal business, even as wars progress. So recognize, number one, that challenging times are always going to be with us, and then recognize that God is in control. God wants you to know that he is in control of these situations, even if they're negative. He wants you to realize that there's really no reason to panic. And so I want us to recognize his sovereignty, and he never wants us to panic or act purely on emotion. It's nothing wrong with emotion. Emotion is a great thing, but it can also be a bad thing when it's in the wrong context. And then number three, prioritize planning and systems when it comes to investing over being reactionary. Prioritize your plan and the systems that have been put in place. You know, that's one of the reasons here at Lord & Richards we, for every client, put in place a written risk management plan so that we're prepared in advance when things happen. We want to help you create your own economic bubble to decrease uncertainty, increase predictability. Focus on the long term, not short term. It's always challenging when somebody comes up and, and focuses on the results of the market and investments just a few weeks ago. <laughs> that's really challenging uh, because that's not our time horizon, right? For most of us to be retired and stay retired, we want that to go on month after month, year after year. And so we need results that deliver over the long haul. Well, I'd love to talk to you more about what having your own financial independence roadmap, as well as a written risk management plan as part of that, might look like. I'd be delighted to visit with you, and I'd be delighted for you to get to know our team who's helping people every day just like you. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical point of view. Or just check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. This is Colin Richards, and you're listening to The Lord and Richards Show. And in this particular episode, we're talking about some of the volatility that's occurring in our world right now, particularly related to the wars and rumors of wars that we see not only in Russia with the Ukraine, but also in Taiwan and their continued struggle with China. Uh, and of course, this has been going on for a long time, and there are other conflicts going on we're not even putting into the headlines of the news. And a frequent question always has to do with how is this going to affect our retirement? How is this going to affect our portfolio? Because that's what we're doing at Lord & Richards. We're helping insulate you against the economy and the volatility and the political events out there and helping you create kind of an economic bubble. We call it being financially independent, and we're doing that from a biblical point of view. So today we're diving in based on the principles of God's sovereignty that we found in Amos chapter 2, verse 6, recognizing, number one, challenging times are always going to be with us. Number two, that God is in control. He doesn't want us to panic or act purely on emotion. And number three, to prioritize planning and systems in our, invest, in our investing over being reactionary. So I think we know that, but we just tend to default to panic mode, I think, or some of us just go right down into um, denial and retreat. And we want to avoid both of those extremes. We also want to avoid the extreme of greed, 
where maybe we think we're enlightened to a degree that we can predict the outcome of markets or certain investments, and we take on unnecessary risk. There are a lot of events right now that can affect our, our clients, and I'm going to speak about these for a moment, not to put forward a message of hopelessness, but to remind you that with a well-thought-out, carefully-designed plan, you can bypass most of the problems that are being created right now. For example, let's talk about inflation. Okay, That's going to obviously be in our mind for quite a while. Although there is no sign of inflation stopping, now it's topping over 7%, recently 7.5% year over year. It seems that the president is merely going to pass the buck on that to the Federal Reserve. The president, our government, the Federal Reserve have really made a number of key errors in my estimation. And I think I have the backing of some pretty, um, pretty well-regarded economists and thought leaders in this space. One of the errors that we see, particularly the Federal Reserve making, since the president's going to pass the buck to them, but he made the same error and of course, it's for political expedience and to get the pressure off is to say, well, this inflation we're experiencing, it's transitory. It's just going to be here a while. It's because of COVID. Naturally, we had some fallout, so we're not going to see this around very long. Well, historically, high inflation periods don't last forever, but they can last several years and have a dramatic impact on the quality of your life, what you're able to do with the money you have and what the value of that money is. And what has occurred, not only at the government level, but at the Federal Reserve level, is that too much money has been thrown into an economy that is already overheated and doesn't need it. We've known this was a possibility, but not enough care was exercised. And so as the Fed has thrown more and more liquidity into the market, at the same time, it hasn't pulled back on the quantitative easing measures. Okay, so creating just access to easy money, keeping interest rates really artificially low, and this has been going on for years and years and years. Once we learned in the, in the prior financial crisis in 07, 08, 09 that these tools were available, they, they've gotten used to the max. And interest rates have been extraordinarily low, allowing easy access to money and lending, flooding the market with excess liquidity. So two key mistakes. Number one, believing that this inflation isn't going to be around for a while and doesn't need any serious work. And number two, just allowing money to be easy money, easy access. And so a, a mistake that I believe is forming even now is that at the next meeting of the Federal Reserve, they're going to make, make another mistake and fail to be aggressive enough in raising rates and getting rates taken care of now before they have to really go crazy with them later when inflation uh, just continues to be a problem. So the Fed needs to, to get aggressive on raising rates. You say, oh, I, I thought it was always bad to raise rates. No, raising rates helps control how fast money moves out into the economy. Because if you let money move too fast out into the economy, people have too much in their hands, you have too much money chasing not enough goods and services. And the supply of money becomes greater than the supply of goods that it can purchase, and therefore, naturally, prices go up. When supply is not as great as demand, prices are going to go up. Now, the Biden administration has not been without error. Even though they're passing the buck to the Federal Reserve, we see, first of all, higher energy costs are contributing to the higher prices. Higher energy costs are part of this extraordinary inflation that we're seeing, 
and it impacts across so many different areas, not just gas at the pump or heating your home. Remember that it takes energy to move items from point A to point B via trucks, the railways, airlines, and so forth. Fuel goes into the cost of your goods. So if you buy a shirt down at Walmart or TJ Maxx or wherever you do your shopping, built into the cost of that shirt that you paid was the cost of transporting it from point A to point B, the cost of keeping the lights on at the factories and generating the power that runs the equipment and on and on and on. So energy is critical. And this administration, the Biden administration, because of its uh, extreme liberal agenda, and don't be fooled, okay, there's an agenda there, has besieged energy, has besieged the energy industry. And so they have helped create the higher costs that are driving up the prices on everyday goods and services that you use. So they've closed pipelines. They've made drilling and, and fracking more expensive, you know, all with the message of this is better for the environment, blah, blah, blah. They're not granting new oil and gas leases or renewing them. And so here's the result. Today, oil is over $90 a barrel compared to $60 a year ago and $40 in 2020. Don't you think that's going to have an effect on not only the price of gas at the pump and your fuel oil, but also the cost of the goods that you go out and buy every day? Even the groceries that you buy need energy to be produced and to get from point A to point B. In addition to that drastic mistake, the Biden administration had, uh, created the American Rescue Plan last year and flooded another $2 trillion, trillion, I can't even get my mind around this number, into our market and into our economy through cash and various incentives. And what did this do? It delayed people returning to work. So guess what? It makes it harder to produce the goods and services, making those goods and services more scarce, driving up the price because supply is exceeded by demand. And they grew the money supply by 40%. So on top of the Fed being passive when it came to quantitative easing and not raising rates to slow down how quickly people can get money, the, the, the Biden administration and this government flooded the money supply by 40%. And at the same time, we're not recognizing the fact that people were taking most of those dollars and putting them into pockets while a lot of the things that they wanted to do, such as travel, were, uh, was unavailable, or going to a restaurant, or staying in a hotel. A lot of these things were shut down because of government mandates and overreaches. So those vaccine mandates slowed the openings of certain businesses. Again, making things more restrictive, restricting economic activity and production. So whatever your views are, on the need or necessity for vaccines and all these other things, what cannot be denied is that the mandates slow down the ability to get those goods and services flowing, and so that's another contributor. So here's our conclusion. The government has no idea how to fix this problem. They don't even know what's causing the inflation. I think they need to listen less and be political, or listen more and be political less. This is not a transitory thing. This inflation hopefully can get be, be gotten under control. And no, a little bit of inflation isn't good. They'll, they'll, they'll trot out that line. Well, it's good to have a little bit of inflation. Well, that's fine, but not at 7 7.5%. 7 
And no, this isn't all about corporate greed and gouging. Oh, we're just taking advantage of the situation. You know, Home Depot's raising their prices on the average man just to make a buck on top of the backs of the working man. No, that's not it. The cost of producing those goods and passing them along to you is getting higher because of these and other mistakes. And so the government doesn't want to admit it's at least partially to blame and fix it. And so we have too much money chasing too few goods. So here's what needs to happen. The government needs to stop spending so much, and it needs to stop proposing to spend more. These are political tools that are being used to get reelected. Bottom line, folks, when the government spends money at this rate, it's about one thing and one thing only, people in government keeping their jobs. And that's not what they're there for. They're there to serve the American public. And they need to start encouraging people to work for the benefits that they're getting, not to hand out cash. And they need to stop the mandates and they need to stop the restrictions. So these are some of the headwinds that we're facing as we help build a comprehensive plan. And it points out the need even greater than before. In the midst of wars, rumors of wars, inflation, volatility in the markets, volatility in our economy, we need to have a comprehensive written plan to manage risk, not just market risk, but inflation risk, tax risk, the risk of somebody getting sick or going into a nursing home. And so I'd love to chat with you about how you can put a plan like that in place and sleep well at night. I'd love to visit with you. My team and I would love to get to know you and talk to you more about how you can have a financial independence roadmap. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical point of view. Or just check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. So this is Colin Richards, president and founder of Lord and & Richards, and my team and I are helping people just like you all over the United States to develop a plan for financial independence. And that plan also helps insulate you, protect you from some of the bad things that are going on in this world. Because we're talking to people every day who are worried that the bad decisions by our government or increased taxes or the volatility in the markets or the wars going on overseas, any of that or all of that is going to negatively impact your retirement. And that's exactly right. Those things are going to negatively impact your retirement if you don't have a plan to achieve financial independence. Someone has wisely said, failing to plan is planning to fail. So for each of the five key areas, you need to sit down and develop a written plan. And this is something that needs to be done in tandem with a financial professional. Because the areas that you're going to need to cover are complex. They require you to have foresight and hindsight and experience. Number one, you need a written income plan. A plan to make sure you never run out of money before you run out of life. That's not a product. That's not just a tool or an investment strategy. That is a written plan with cash flow, taxes considered, inflation considered, all the key variables. What happens if you're married and one of you passes away and takes away part of your income, such as Social Security, and on and on it goes. That needs to be written. Number two, you need a written health care plan. The number one cause of bankruptcy here in the United States is not taxes. You're not going to go broke paying taxes. You might feel like it, but that means you earned money, so you're paying taxes. The number one cause of bankruptcy is chronic illness and being unprepared for the skyrocketing nearly $10,000 a month cost of entering a skilled nursing facility for an average of four years. 
For most of the people I'm talking to who are already in their 60s, that means costs approaching a million dollars for a typical four-year stay. So do you have a written healthcare plan? Not a product, but a written plan. Have you modeled it out? Have you used advanced software techniques or your advisor? And has that been written down so you can peruse it, review it, and keep it continually updated? Number three, you need a written risk management plan. Now more than ever, the volatility in the markets is so unpredictable. Don't try to time the markets. Uh, someone has said it's not so much timing the market as time in the market. And getting out at the wrong time can literally spell disaster. Uh, studies have shown that missing just a handful of the best days of the market, which are usually recoveries, uh, can spell a dramatic difference in the accumulation of your money over time. Don't try to time the market. Stop trying to do that. There's a better strategy, though, than just putting it out there and leaving it what Warren Buffett called naked. Warren Buffett said, you can always tell who's swimming naked when the tide goes out. <laughs> so you need to have a strategy to protect on the downside while giving opportunity on the upside. We can show you how to do that and protect and have opportunity at the same time. Number four, you need a tax plan written out. What do we do if taxes go up and how are we going to mitigate those going forward, both in our lifetime and we pass on assets to our family? How are we going to do that? What are we going to do? And then finally, you need a written estate plan. You need a plan to make sure that you pass on wealth to the next generation in the most efficient way possible without leaving all your money to the government, nursing homes, and hospitals. Well, I'd love to chat about, with you about this and more. If you'd like to learn more about what it means to get your own personal financial independence roadmap, I'd love to visit with you. My team and I would love to talk to you and share how you can do just that. Just pick up the phone and give us a call at 720-372-0400. Again, that's 720-372-0400. I'd love to chat with you about how you can achieve financial independence from a biblical point of view. Or just check us out on the web at lordandrichards.com. Investment advisory service is offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.